I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. Thank you, John, very, very much. And I am fortunate and proud to have Callaway's as a sponsor as they grow, grow, grow across Texas. Now in Austin and uh, Houston and Galveston and, of course, in the Metroplex. Thank you, John. And thank you, Callaway's. Good morning, everybody. It's cool and beautiful outside. Going to be kind of warm this afternoon, but it's glorious out there right now. Hope you have a chance to get some gardening done today. Might have some rain later in the day, as you've been hearing. And in the meanwhile, let's talk about the plants at your place. Let's talk about things going on in your landscape, in your garden. That's what we're here for. I've been doing this program since 1978. I love doing it, and and uh, you can make it worthwhile by giving a call this morning. Love to hear from you, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Call right now. Mike Bass is running the boards. Mike Bass is answering the phone. It's the same guy. It's a miracle. We do it with mirrors. And uh, Mike is is great. I'm lucky to have him as well. So his will be the first voice you'll hear, and you will say to him, you ought to be in radio. Mike does a lot of voice work. He does a lot of radio work. He's a a seven-day-a-week guy, kind of like I am. So uh, anyway, give us a call, and Mike will get you screened and ready to go on the air. I need some calls as we get the program underway this morning. So 800-288-9227-800-288. W-B-A-P. So, we always begin the program with a report from the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, and I will do that in the absence this day of Steve Huddleston, who is not at the phone. And so I'll do a report that he filed for us and tell you a little bit about what's going on in the garden and some other very nice events that are happening. Uh, This week in the garden, they are hosting the American Public Gardens Association, APGA, annual conference. And that's pretty special. They will have botanic garden professionals from all across the U.S. on the grounds from June 5 and uh, to 8, June 8. Concerts in the garden are underway through June 11. Those are two separate things completely. So lots going on in the gardens at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden this week. And uh, you're invited to stop out and say hi and look around. And, and if you see some people who look like botanic garden people, well, they are. The featured plant this week at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and in lots of North Texas is Vitex or Lilac Chaste Tree, an unusual name. Vitex agnus castus. It's a hyphenated species name. Kind of unusual there as well, blooming throughout the garden now. It was uh, selected as a Texas superstar plant by Texas A&M about 25 years ago. Masomenos, deciduous large shrub or small tree, 10 to 15 feet tall and 15 feet wide, with distinctive palmately compound leaves that have a spicy fragrance. Profuse spikes of dark bluish-purple flowers blooming heavily in the early summer and then sporadically throughout the summer and fall. Vitex is heat, drought, and pest tolerant. Several cultivars exist, including Montrose Purple, uh, Lecompte, and Shoal Creek, all of which are considered Texas superstars. It uh, does best in full sun or partial sun, but leaning toward full sun. It's important to select and train the best trunks if you want it tree form. Its um, its trunks are a little bit on the gnarly order, so it would be, I think, 
easier and and very interesting to have it be if you're going to train it tree form be multiple trunked and and have some interest uh, to the uh, the sculpture of the of the trunks let them have just a little bit of that exotic form to them there also is a pale pink form and there's also a white form available in the standard vitex so uh, but the 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 lavender purple light purple uh, uh, form is is just beautiful and it's a color that is unusual in flowering shrubs or trees at this time of year. So that's uh, a nice plant to have. Events Zim Sculpt features more than 100 contemporary sculptures by several dozen Zimbabwean artists. All sculptures in the exhibit are for sale. Smaller pieces for sale in the marketplace, a large tent in front of the entrance to the Japanese garden. The marketplace is open to guests seven days a week from 9.30 in the morning until 5 p.m. Live sculptors are on site demonstrating their artistry for the duration of the exhibit, which runs through July 30. Dog Days in the Garden, this Saturday, June 10, 8 until 6. Bring Fido or Fifi to the garden, says Steve, to give them a new leash on life. Steve would say that. Regular admission is required for humans with an additional $5 per dog. Members receive free admission and pay the $5 per dog charge. Hydration stations are available across the campus. This is for the Fort Worth Botanic Garden, whose website is fwbg.org. The 24-hour information phone number is 817-463-4160 for a recorded message, and they are located just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park, a couple miles west of downtown Fort Worth. That is the Fort Worth Botanic Garden Report as uh, submitted by Steve Huddleston, Public Relations Manager, and my friend of 25 going on 30 years, a really good horticulturist and a very fine public servant of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. Sponsored today, as is this entire hour, by Callaway's Nursery, the place to find a spectacular crepe myrtle for your landscape. Hallelujah! Crepe myrtles are loved in Texas for so many reasons. Many consider them to be the most beautiful branching uh, flowering tree in the world. The branching word there is kind of out of place, but they're the most beautiful small tree in the world. I agree with that. Clusters of crinkled Crepe papery flowers come in white, shades of red, purple, or pink and lavender, and their blooms can last for months. They keep blooming from, uh, well, actually May clear through September. The leaves can even put on a beautiful show in the fall as they turn orange or red or yellow. They're prized for their hardiness in our area, and they're adaptable to many types of soil. That means that means they can grow effortlessly and quickly. Crepe myrtles will be a centerpiece in your yard with unbeatable blooms all summer, they come to life against their foliage. For more informa- uh, inspiration and information, visit your local Callaways right now. If you're looking for some help with planting your new crepe myrtles, try Pick and Plant, a convenient service where you shop for your new trees, shrubs, and flowers, and then leave the planting to their experts. You can make your selections with confidence because everything in the store is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Their Texas-grown, knowledgeable team is available to help you find everything you need to create a beautiful and sustainable garden. Shop any of their community stores, including that new location in Cedar Park, just northwest of Austin. To find a store near you, visit Callaways.com. 
Callaways.com. Open seven days a week for your convenience. It's Callaways Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. Callaways Nursery. Shop today, 9 until 6. Callaways Nursery. I'm Wendy Vanderbeck with Callaway's Nursery in South Fort Worth. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Wendy, very much. She is everybody's friend. She has been with Callaway's a long, long time, and she is a sweet person. So thank you. If you see Wendy today, tell her, hey, I heard you on the air this morning. That's true for all of the rejoinders that you hear in this hour. Let the people know, hey, I heard you. And uh, thank you for sponsoring the program. Give me a call, if you would, please, 800-288-WBAP. It's 800-288-9227. Good time to call. Please call now while the lines are open. Don't wait until 955 when we're shutting the program down for another week. Call now and you can get through. Uh, This is the time that uh, I, I solicit your call. And I'd be thrilled to have a chance to help you with the plants at your place. Call now, 800-288-9227. A a word to the wise on pre-emergent weed killers. You remember back in March we talked about controlling crabgrass and grass burrs? You remember how many of you went out and bought either uh, either, uh, Dimension or Holtz or Baylan and applied those granules at that time? And you said, oh, that's great. Got, got them under control. They won't be coming up and won't have a problem with them. And, and they've worked uh, to, to do a good job for you. Remember that? Well, you remember I also suggested to you that you're going to need a booster shot 90 days from now. Well, 90 days have come due. It's time. This is the time now for that second application of pre-emergent weed killer. And uh, you need to do it now or your, your work earlier will have been wasted. It's a little harder to find those granules now, so you're going to have to ask and you're going to need, they may have to order them in on the next truck in. And that wouldn't be too late if it's within the next few days, but uh, they need to be applied very quickly now. I'd say within the next, uh, next four or five, six, seven days at the most. And uh, that will give you the full season control of crabgrass and grass burrs. Now, we'll be talking about them again at the end of August for winter weeds, the ones that just died away, the annual bluegrass, rescue grass, and, and ryegrass. But right now, you're putting them out for crabgrass and grass burrs, the booster shot to supplement what you put out back in, uh, in early spring. Don't, uh, don't forget to do that. A lot of people uh, do forget, and they say, well, how come it didn't work? Well, you didn't put second application out. All right, once again, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. The other thing I'm going to tell you is that now as we turn the corner from uh, from spring into hot weather of summertime, a couple of things are going to happen with your St. Augustine. Take-all root rot, which has been a problem this spring, is going to begin to subside. It is a cool season disease, and you have to be a little more on the uh, lookout for the summertime problems of chinch bugs and gray leaf spot in St. Augustine. It has its baggage. I'll tell you, I love St. Augustine, but it has its problems. And uh, this is about the tail end of the the time where it's okay to fertilize uh, St. Augustine. You need to put that second application out now. 
because once it turns up into the mid-90s every day after day after day until September, you don't fertilize St. Augustine, hopefully, because that's what exacerbates the great leaf spot problem. So get the, uh, get the all-nitrogen fertilizer out with uh, 30 to 40% of that nitrogen in slow-release form. Try to get that done in the next week or so. Water it in well, and uh, you'll be in, in pretty good shape for the uh, growing season ahead. Very important timing on that. That's uh, pretty critical. All right. Again, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Greg and Plano will be our first call up. Let me get this break out of the way, and we'll get the program underway. Beelsbury's Lone Star Gardening is my book. It might be the only gardening reference book that you will need to be successful here in Texas. I'm going to leave it on sale for just a limited time more at $36.95. That is the, the price of the fifth printing. It's in its sixth printing now, and I... Will tell you that I've uh, sustained quite an increase in my price. Uh, it's self-published, and and the printer took the price up a good bit uh, between fifth and sixth because of price increases to them. Understandable, but I left it at the fifth printing price to you just to help out in these economic times. Now that's a lot of business that maybe you don't care about, but the news is it's a good price for you for a hardback book with 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, and 11 chapters that cover every aspect. Of, well, I'll just tell you, chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter two is that 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants in your landscape and garden. And then chapters three through uh, 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. And that's where you find all those those charts and, and so much information, more than 25 multi-page charts to help you choose the best plants for your place. This book will help you be successful. I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny. I have to do that because the book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. There are two ways you can buy it, and either way you're going to end up with a signed copy of the book. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow. We'll get them in the mail on Tuesday. And here are the ways you buy it. You either call my office Monday through Friday, business hours at 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. Or you uh, order it from my website directly. That's the better way. Do it right now at neilsperry.com. There's a lot more information at my website N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, so much better than the now 30-year-old Complete Guide to Texas Gardening with the Cowboy Boots. Get the one that has the Adirondack chair on the cover. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharing the heart 
www.firstunitedmethodistchurch.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy. He is our pastor. That's our ser- our church. Services at 8, 9, 10, 05, and 11, 10. The 10, 05 service live streams at sharingtheheart.org. I hope you'll join us. hope you'll join us today. Wortham Brothers, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. This is Texas' premier roofing contractor. That's my designation, but I think it certainly applies because they've done 125,000 roofs in their time in business since 1986, and you don't get that many roofs unless you're really, really good. Well, they do... a bunch of new uh, uh, roofs, residential uh, roofs, re-roofing. They have a lot of their customers who have had multi-generations of roofs. And I don't mean, well, I'm sure that the children of uh, customers have, have used Wortham Brothers as well. But I'm really referring to the fact that people move and then they move again. And each time they move when they need a new roof, Wortham Brothers gets the call because the people are so happy. I know that this is the only company I'll ever use. They put a new roof on our house five years ago, and I got to witness the the care and attention that they put into their roofs. I had already witnessed it on some of their job sites, and I'm here to tell you they do it right. 1986 is when they began, and they will be here to continue on and on and on. Second-generation family business. Uh, Any kind of roof, whether it's a composition, that's the majority of what they do, of course. Clay and concrete tile, metal roofs, slate roofs, they do it all. They do flat roofs, and the people need to be sainted for doing flat roofs. That's a tough job, but they do them right. If you have hail or wind damage or really are concerned that you might, let them come inspect your roof at no charge or obligation. So call them. Call them at 972-562-5788. Serving the entire Metroplex, wbroofing.com. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Cindy with Callaway's on Greenville Avenue in Dallas and now back to Neil. Thank you, Cindy, very, very much. Appreciate that. Folks, we have only one line open. Grab it while you can. It is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Greg in Plano, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. Neil, um, I have in my backyard uh, pool area, around my pool, I have big beds of Asian jasmine. And uh, I've lived here 20 years. Uh, 20 years ago, it was all lush and green and grown well. And it seems like uh, during these freezes over the last five years or so, uh, I keep uh, losing uh, some more and more of it. Uh, I'm probably down to... uh, 30%. 30%. It just keeps dying off. And um, I would just like to ask you, uh, in the, I thought this was hardy enough plant that it could withstand these these uh, freezes we've been having. And um, I just wanted to get your opinion if, uh, you know, how I should move forward. All right. Well, I'll give you my opinion. Um, and and uh, I'll I tell you what a- I'm – go ahead. I do have a sprinkler system. All right. 
I'll give you my opinion, and I'll also tell you what I'm doing at our house. We live in a cooler, colder part of Collin County than you do because we live outside the urban heat influence. We live uh, in, in rural Collin County outside McKinney, and we are typically about six degrees colder than Plano and, and actually McKinney. When we come home on our car thermometer, it, it usually six or seven degrees colder, and we're down along a creek bed, and, and that adds to the cold. Um, and I understand what you're saying about Asian jasmine. I don't cover mine like I do uh, two of my other species that I have. I just, uh, it's on its own. I just, I, I have enough of it and have had enough of it that I don't cover it. I, I do have one bed of variegated Asian jasmine, and for the first time this year I did cover it. Um, and it's always come back. All my Asian jasmine has come back 100%. I've never lost a, a square foot of it. I have probably... Let me just do some really quick mental. Uh, I probably have uh, 500 or 1,000 square feet, and I don't think wow. I've ever, I haven't lost anything. Now, I'll tell you what I have seen happen in, in the Metroplex. I've seen a lot of it lost during the summer to drought when sprinkler heads don't work right or when people turn them off or when uh, one thing or another, they just they don't have a sprinkler system and they don't care or whatever. I have seen that happen, but, but usually the cold... It, it looks horrible in the spring, and it may not come back for a while until until about now, but but it does come back. Okay. Uh, but I'm I'm done with the the spring looking so bad, and I took about half of mine out uh, a week ago, ten days ago, and it's easy to take out. You just take a flat bladed shovel and and lay it almost parallel to the ground and slide it underneath and just sever it. And then you can easily dig the original clumps out because it it never does. Uh, root along the stems you just have to dig the original plants out they may be mm-hmm. the vines may be 10 feet long but the the roots are right there and i'm changing what is, out what is your goal on that my, my goal is it, it, it's going to be it's going to come back as purple winter creeper euonymus which i have on another in another bed across the walk from it and i've been thrilled with the way it's performed so i'm just going to change it all out to the same thing so that's that's a personal taste, and you'll notice around town that, that more and more landscape contractors have gone over to Purple Winter Creeper, and I'm sure in 15 or 30 or 50 years that'll change, but right now that's the, the best servant for us. Asian and Jasmine, Neil, uh, I've, been, I've been guilty of uh, not fertilizing consistently. Could that mm-hmm. be hurting me? And I, and I do agree with your water. I'm, I'm wondering if my heads are, are not given a proverb, but is fertilization important for the Asian jasmine? It is in the spring, but that's not what's, if, if it's actually died out on you, that's not going to kill it out. Um, the, the summertime drought, uh, if you have heads that are blocked, if the jasmine's gotten up over the heads, uh, that will keep them from spraying a full pattern. There are lots of things that can cause that to happen. That's, that's more likely your problem. And, Neil, my second question, uh, these areas that are bare now, I'm getting infested with crabgrass, and I heard you mention dimension. I know it's too late now, but uh, what should I be doing to control this crabgrass that I'm getting in these bare areas now? Well, if they're bare, you can use uh, the, uh, the glyphosate product. If you use something that only has glyphosate, nothing else, and frankly, that's not going to hurt the Asian jasmine once it's, uh, once it's dark green and woody. Uh, if you have a little drift that, that uh, eases out onto it, 
but uh, but that would kill any grass that is uh, in those bare areas. There are landscape contractors who use it to get rid of Bermuda grass in Asian jasmine. That's not my recommendation, but I've done it, and it works fine. But for crabgrass, that would be fine. But the long term is to use a pre-emergent to get rid of the crabgrass in Asian jasmine. I need to hit a newscast right now, but that's that's the way to get rid of that. So good luck with it all. Appreciate your call very much, Greg. We'll be back after the news. DFW's News Talk Traffic and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WBAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A cumulus media station. Trending now. The governor's top priorities. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24 7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Irving, Loop 12 Walton Walker northbound at Irving Boulevard is still closed due to an accident. And in Fort Worth, road construction has the right lane closed on 35W southbound between Westport Parkway and Alliance Gateway. That's causing stop and go traffic from Alliance Boulevard. Your WBAP forecast today, mostly sunny with showers and thunderstorms likely this afternoon. Highs in the upper 80s. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms with lows in the upper 60s. Right now, it is 71 degrees in Dallas, 72 degrees in Fort Worth. It's expected to be a long summer for lawmakers in Austin as Governor Abbott promises to call several special sessions to tackle his top priorities. The governor plans to call the legislature back for a special session aimed at school choice. I will never relent. I will never give up. We will have a special session coming up after, after we get property tax reform fixed. The governor backs a voucher program that would allow families to use state money to send their kids to private schools. Critics worry it would take away from public education. Governor Abbott is expected to appoint a new chairman of the Texas Public Utility Commission in coming days. Chairman Peter Lake resigned this week after overseeing regulation reform following the deadly winter storm of 2021. ERCOT CEO Pablo Vega says energy regulators are playing close atten- paying close attention to the heat and recent legislation passed in Austin. We'll continue to work closely to, with the legislature to, to enact what they passed this session, and we'll share more details as to what those different impacts will be as we have an opportunity to go through the details of the bills. Lake didn't give a reason for his decision to step down as PUC chairman. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed. And remember to start your weekday mornings with WBAP's Morning News with Hal, Jay, and Ernie on News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. Thank you, Lori. We will be going to Vicki and Darren, our next two calls up, with uh, a couple of very good and, and uh, uh, useful questions a lot of people will be concerned about. And we have one open line. If you'd like to call, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney would love to invite you in their front door because once you come in the front door, you're going to be a wild bird enthusiast. You're going to love this hobby. It's uh, one of America's most popular hobbies. Now, the store is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. Bird feeding and bird watching is one of the greatest things you can do with children and grandchildren because it is amazing how many birds are out there in your landscape and garden. There are birds that uh, that really love wooded areas. There are birds that really love meadow areas, and you'll learn to 
to uh, anticipate what you can watch for in each of those areas. They have all the feeders that you could possibly want to attract the different types of birds to your landscape. They have all the different types of feeds. We have their woodpeckers feast, and we hang that in our trees. From our trees, we have seven feeders, and two of them have the woodpeckers feast hanging from them, and it's amazing how it draws the woodpeckers in. They love the the mealworms and the other uh, feeds that are impregnated into the, the cylinders. We also have nesting uh, feeds and and songbird uh, feeds, and uh, the birds just love the the products that you can get at Wild Birds Unlimited. Birdie will help you and her staff. Many of her teammates have uh, been with her since the day the store opened seven or eight years ago. It's been voted as store of the year nationally a couple of times out of I think 175 stores, something like that. It's it's a pretty amazing store. Not huge, just spectacular. What more could you want? Wild Birds Unlimited open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. At 3001 South Harden Boulevard on the south side of McKinney, that's uh, uh, just south of El Dorado Parkway, right beside Tom Thumb, it's Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. DFW's largest news team, keeping you connected 24-7. News Talk 820, WBAP and 99.5 FM, HD2. Homegrown goodness, that's what Mueller's all about. They've been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas for more than 90 years. Well, right now you can grow yourself a Mueller greenhouse right in your own backyard. Their easy-to-assemble bolt-together greenhouses come in five sizes, from the from the 6x9 size to 12 by 21. I encourage you to go big because you'll never have a greenhouse large enough. They feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk door and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get yourself a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. Visit them online at MuellerInc.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. MuellerInc.com. Because Mueller means more. Mueller means greenhouses. News Talk 820, WVAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WVAP.com. It's been almost 30 years, I guess, since I met the folks from Whiskey Stone, and it has been a wonderful uh, association. I love this. Uh, you can't call it a store, can't call it a shop. This uh, showroom, yeah, we'll call it a 22-acre showroom of beautiful stone. They are at 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's in southeast Fort Worth. It's 22 acres of gorgeous stone of all kinds. Whatever your landscaping project, you can complete it with gorgeous stone from Whiskey Stone. Mike and Derek Wisenan own and operate this business, and they are troopers. They're great. They are revered in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. They uh, are leaders 
They have shown the way. They have uh, uh, just really done a beautiful job. They can they can refer you to the best landscape contractors anywhere. No matter where you live, they'll deliver to you, and they can also refer you to great landscape contractors to do the work for you. If uh, you feel uncomfortable in building a retaining wall or a patio, they know the people who can do it right for you. Whiskey Stone, let them show you how to uh, how to choose the right stone for a retaining wall or for a patio or or uh, for a pool decking, or maybe landscape boulders, whatever. And they have stone of all types, selected from fine quarries all over the southwest. Make a, a point of, of allowing a couple of hours to go out and browse, because you will enjoy it. Courteous people, friendly people, smiling people who know their stones. And uh, let them show them to you, and and uh, show you all the different types for all the different needs, from decorative gravel all the way up to automobile-sized boulders, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's, uh, and I think I said, open Monday through Saturday, Whiz Q Stone. I'm Dana with Callaway's Nursery in Denton. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dana, very, very much. And uh, let's go back to the phones now. Lines are filled. Thank you very much, very much for that. Vicki in White Settlement, this is Neil. How can I help you this morning? Good morning, Neil. Can you hear me okay? I'm on my uh, speakerphone. I, I do. I do. Let's, okay. let's give it a try. All right. Well, the reason I'm doing that is because I took a picture of that tree, and I want to be able to describe it to you. All right. So it's only a couple years old. It was one that the builder put in, which may be has something to do with it because there's maybe a bunch of trash under the roots. This bark is splitting away from... What what type of tree is it? It's an oak. Do you know what kind of oak it is? Oh, I'm so terrible with the justification. Is it it evergreen or deciduous? It is deciduous. Okay. I do know that much. And where the, the western sun, it just gets the full power of that. And that's where all the bark, it's it's splitting. And actually, where the bark has split, it it looks like the tree has got cracks in it now. I'm like, but it, I mean, it has leaves on it. Um, it has a shooter at the bottom that's coming up. I'm thinking, well, I guess I could leave that and just cut the tree. And that way I have a tree in the front yard. Yeah, that may be what it comes to, Vicki. What you're describing is sun scald. You probably okay. have a Schumard red oak. If it's deciduous, that's the most likely uh, second choice. Live oaks and Schumard red oaks are the two that, that builders most commonly use. And um, the the statement I have had hung around my neck is that uh, that this is non-negotiable. Every new Schumard red oak, red maple, and Chinese pistachio should have its trunk wrapped with paper, a tree wrap, or some other type of tree wrap uh, from the ground up to the lower limbs for the first two or three years that it's in a landscape. And I'll, I'll tell you why that's the case. When they're in a nursery being grown and ready, readied for sale, uh, they are almost pot to pot. They shade one another. And then when we put them out in the, in the yard like yours is, all of a sudden they say, wow, where'd that sun come from? <laughs> and on the on the south and west sides, they're suddenly exposed kind of like a, a, a baby is the first time it's out in the sun. And, and they just can't hold up to it. 
and it doesn't show up the first year. Usually it'll show up the second or third years, depending on, on how old the tree is. If it's a, uh, a tree that has two or three inches of trunk diameter, then it may take two or three years for that cracking to develop, but it will develop. And that's not a good thing. So what you're describing is sun scald. And so do you think that this tree is just going to eventually a big wind is going to come and it's just going to That's not how it. That's usually not how it evolves. Usually what happens with sun scald is you get the, the bark cracking and then it, uh, it, it pops off and you have the internal wood of the tree exposed on that side. And the tree will try to heal, and, and you'll see new bark forming around um, from the sides as it tries to heal. But in the meanwhile, you may get decay in the trunk. And the mm-hmm. fact that you have that sprout coming from below tells you that uh, that that the tree realizes there's a horrible wound here. I, I better get a new trunk developing because this may not survive. The top mm-hmm. may not survive. That's that's the indication. That's there's a thing you may have read about and heard about in in old high school biology called apical dominance, a hormone in in trees that is at the growing tips and it sends uh, the the message down to all the other buds on the trunk of the tree. Don't grow. I have it under control. Send okay. send everything up to me. And then when that bud is lost for some reason, it's broken out or trimmed out or or dies out because of this then all of a sudden those other buds get the, the message that they need to grow. You may have other shoots that will try to grow also, and uh, you need to select the one that is straightest and strongest and let it be the new trunk. Now, I'm I'm going from the experience of seeing this hundreds of times, not mm-hmm. from seeing your one tree, but, but that's usually what happens. Okay, so one last question. So sure. when I cut this thing, should I cut it how many inches above that new shoot or should i just let it go and see no, what you happens? don't let it go you you try to cut it 0.25 inches above okay that. two point yeah. okay yeah no no 0.25 about a quarter inch above it's it's oh. it's as close to that wound as you can get it or okay. as close to that new shoot i'm sorry not the wound but as close to that new shoot now that may be too close you you want to cut it uh, at a slight angle, and you want to okay. you want to cut it in a way that the tree can heal, and okay. probably sooner rather than later. Once you decide that the top is not going to make it, once you see the top declining dramatically, which may mm-hmm. happen later this year as the summer wears on, then that would be the time to do that pruning so that the tree can heal while that part of the tree is still healthy. If you okay. wait too long, then then decay will set in. It'll move right down that that area. Okay. Well, thank you for this grim forecast. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. I'm sorry. Just remember that as you plant other trees, if it has a very thin bark, any thin-barked tree needs to have that uh, uh, needs to have that that uh, that paper tree wrap. It's a product that costs eight or ten dollars. I don't know why more nurseries and hardware stores and feed stores don't sell it. I had that in my eGardens newsletter a week ago. I, in fact, we went to our, okay. our grandson's um, uh, Little League game uh, at night, and I took a photo as we were leaving at, at 9.30 at night or 10 o'clock. It was dark, and put it in eGardens 10 days ago. And the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association saw it, and they reproduced it in their newsletter to the industry. Uh, this week, and I thought, oh my gosh, I've made the big time awesome. you know, with our story, and and 
it, it's a message that needs to be gotten out. So anyway, I, well, I, I wish you well. Your tree, will, your your tree will make a beautiful tree. It's going to set it back by a couple of years, but it'll get there. <laughs> well, I may be gone by the time it happens. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, good luck with it. Thanks for the call. Thank you, Neil. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Darren in Waco now. I promised we'd get to him, and we'll do that right now. Darren, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. How can I help you? Well, so we've lived in this house for almost 24 years. Uh, the last five years, I've traveled so much that I've just paid a lawn service to mow and weed eat and haven't really done a whole lot with the beds and tree lines and stuff like that. And now I am just overrun with a uh, wild vine, you know, like the Mustang grape type vines growing up through all of my shrubs. Oh my. Yeah. I'm trimming it. You know, I keep trimming it back when I have time, but what can I do to stop it from growing or what is there, is there something wrong with the soil that's causing that to be so prolific? Because I never had it for, for until just like two years ago and now it's getting kind of out of hand in places. Well, they've gotten a start and the people who are taking care of the lawn are, are not taking care of the, the beds. Um, right. Yeah. And you probably were prior to that. What, what you need to do, uh, Darren is, uh, as these things come up, uh, note where they are, and and probably I don't know how big the the grapevines are, for example, but if uh, at a time when the soil is very wet after a heavy rain, if you can slide a sharpshooter spade under the beneath the shrubs, and just sever the 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 grapevine with a sharpshooter spade, just cut it off an inch or two below ground, that would be fine. If they're too big for that then what you should do is is cut them off near the ground, and when they regrow, get in there somehow with a broadleafed weed killer containing 2,4-D and, and put that on the new growth or put it on the stump of the, uh, of the, uh, of the grape. Uh, you may have to macerate that stump a bit and pour it on directly and just put it on the wood of the stump. Don't pour it all over the ground. Um, okay. And, uh, but without seeing what you have, that's, that's the... the kind of the broad spray of it all well that's why last weekend i trimmed all the shrubs up high enough off the ground where i could get to the you know could see the ground all the way through and i severed a lot of them but then i've also noticed just a lot of little shoots coming up you know around the edges of it and you know it's just it's trying you know places it's trying to grow again but a a 24d type stuff will 24d will kill the yeah, it will kill non-grassy uh, uh, vines, any, anything like poison okay. ivy or blackberries or grapes or you name it. If it's if it's not a if it's not a, a grass, and of course vines are not going to yeah. be grasses, you can control them. You just have to be careful using them that close to uh, to desirable broadleaf plants like shrubs. Uh, that you mm-hmm. don't that you don't contaminate the you don't get it all over the shrubs. Now I, I need to warn you also that um, uh, broadleaf weed killers with 2,4-D more likely than not will also contain a couple of other active ingredients that are active in the soil. 2,4-D does not go into the soil and do anything, but these right. other materials that are in a, a, a mix called Trimec will go into the soil and they will do damage to the plants. So it's especially important if you get one of those products that you that you only put it on the wood of the stump and not let it drift off into the ground. 
So be very, very right. careful that you that you uh, apply them uh, only to the wood, not to the ground. Is there anything about the soil that's causing this? No, stuff to become absolutely not. Prolific? No, okay. Okay. quite I the opposite. Know letting it get too off. No, quite quite the opposite because it, these are getting a good start, and apparently the soil's pretty good, and they're happy, so they're growing very well. Now you could also use a product that one of the weed blocking landscape fabrics. They come in rolls. You roll them out like a like a piece of carpet padding, put them out under the beneath the shrubs, and then you cover them with bark mulch or compost or something to make them look a little better. And they'll stop a lot of the the small vines from growing. But if you have a big, strong-growing grape, it'll find a way to get out and around it. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, you need to get rid of those first. But then for the seedlings that are coming up, the the weed mats will, will do a good job, and they let water and nutrients through and into the ground. I tend not to use them very often, but if I have something like a wild morning glory that's just really difficult to get rid of, I'll use those for a year or two, and that'll take them up. I sure appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck with it. Thank you, Darren. Gene right. and Brock, you'll be coming up on the other side of the uh, of this uh, break, and that gives us two open lines. Once again, at 800-288-WBAP. Call right now, won't you? 800-288-9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and it covers everything we just uh, discussed in great detail so we can help you get rid of the weeds and have, have lovely landscaping and, and great and functional gardening plants uh, all at the same time. It's a hardback in uh, 344 pages, 840 photographs. I had it printed in San Antonio for me. I self-published this book because I wanted to have Carolyn Skye as my editor, Cindy Smith as my graphic designer. I just was not interested in doing my fifth book with a uh, with a publisher. I just found that working with committees of people who were not gardeners and who didn't understand what I wanted in my book, that um, didn't want to do that anymore. That had not been very fulfilling prior to. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, things like soils of Texas and climates of Texas, and why I thought the 1990 hardiness zone map from the USDA was more accurate than the 2012 hardiness zone map. And I see my, my cowboy boot book was written in 1991, and that's how far back it goes. This one is so much more up-to-date. It's completely up-to-date. So that's, uh, uh, that's the chapter one. Chapter two is a 48-page calendar, four pages per month, that tell you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month. So, for example, we have just found ourselves in June. You turn to that page, in the, those four pages in, in Chapter 2, and it'll tell you what you need to get done in June. So if you uh, are concerned about bagworms, it'll remind you that bagworms typically show up in June. So does gray leaf spot. So will chinch bugs. So do uh, 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 webworms. Just a whole lot of stuff. The second application of your pre-emergent weed killer. All these things are June-based. And there are a lot of things you plant in June, like the tropical annual color. Don't plant them earlier because it uh, it's not, not warm enough in North Texas. It points out the fact that uh, a lot of things in South Texas uh, you're, you're doing uh, already. Uh, and, and so it's written for every county in the state of Texas. Then chapters 3 through 11 cover in great detail trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. There are a lot of charts in there to help you pick the very best uh, plants for your desires, for your needs. Now, 
The book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon, so I feel some compelling need to guarantee your satisfaction or give you a full refund, which I have done since day one. I've not been asked to refund one time on the 79,000 copies that we've sold. Uh, so, And you'll get a signed copy. I, I do my signing on, on Sunday night and Monday. I'll ship on Tuesday. And I'm, I'm current on all the books that have been bought except for this weekend. I took a big load to the post office Friday. I was behind by two or three days. We had a wedding in the family Thursday night. I just got behind. Family in town. Here are the two ways you can order. Since it's not in stores and not on Amazon, you call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. But the better way is to call is to order from my website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Just thirty six ninety five. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Thank you, sir, very, very much. Let me tell you about Arborological Services, leaders in the tree care industry. doesn't get any better than Arborological Services. You will be very happy for the recommendation of them. They're the only people who will ever touch our uh, trees at the Sperry household. They've been doing uh, their work around uh, our trees now for, gosh, it's been 25 years, I guess, and I'm so impressed with what they do. Steve Hauser, Russell Peters, and Kevin Bassett have all been selected as Arborists of the Year for the great state of Texas. That is quite a statement because that award has only been given for about 20 years and three of their people have been given that singular award during that time. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists on their staff and they have a 13 or longer more uh, time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion on their team, Miguel Pastanels. Everything from uh, regular tree maintenance and management to very specialized service of cabling and bracing and lightning arrests and, and uh, if you need somebody to testify for you in a court case. They do it all at uh, Arborological Services. Their phone number is toll-free, makes them sound like some big national company. They are not. They are strictly local. 866 866- Five five two seventy two sixty seven. They know the trees of the Metroplex. They are the best. Eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven on the web. Arborological dot com. It's Arborological Services. Eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. I'm Megan with Callaway's Nursery in North Plano. We're your neighborhood garden centers founded right here in the Metroplex. Callaway sponsors this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Megan, very, very much. We go back to our phone lines. Let's go to Gene in Brock. Gene, this is Neil. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to you, Gigum. And uh, first, thank you for your book. I've got two children that live here in Texas, and uh, they're new homeowners, each of them, and your book is coming handy for them. Super. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, I've got some gardenias there on the east side of the house. Um, 
and I got the variety that you know less than less than half day sun, so partial sun. Uh, but they they're turning yellow and have brown spots. They're blooming. I've got plenty of flowers to put in the house for smell and everything, but uh, the plants themselves aren't looking stellar. All right, how long have they been where they are? Uh, a couple of them have been for a year and a half, I guess, and I've got a couple of them that, that I put in about four months ago. All right, and they all look yellow? Uh, yep, some of them do. Well, two or the three do. All right. Man, I misjudged my time by a minute. I'm, I'm now in half a minute. I thought I had a minute and a half. Gene, I would wonder if those are old leaves from last year that are getting ready to shed. This is about the time they would be shedding the older leaves. Uh, that's too soon to be seeing iron deficiency. That would be the other possible problem. If you're willing to wait until after the news, I'll finish up in a better way. Stay with me, please. We'll be back. <laughs> 